Now, uh, <laughs> another cool thing is um, getting on the FOC list. Uh, FOC is final order cutoff, and uh, Eric brought it early tonight because we're recording a little early and was kind enough to get this thing hot off the presses. Nobody has seen this anywhere, so we're excited about that. Eric, lead us through this. What's, what, what's on here that's, that's of note today? Oh, man, that is a great, great question. Well, at the top, we start with uh, where Kyle used to like to start in Dark Horse. <laughs> um, there's really, you know, it's kind of the, the typical items. Uh, one thing that they've got is the Frozen. They've got the Disney Kids books. So Frozen, uh, Breaking Boundaries number two is on there. The first, uh, the first issue has sold really well for us. Um, has a nice crossover audience between adults and kids. So, um, you know, don't let it go. Uh, oh, my goodness. Kyle. But probably the biggest thing. Kyle, oh, sorry. Kyle, go ahead. I think missed the boat on this one because his daughter is a frozen fanatic. Yeah, mine too. I think on the last count we had two Elsa dresses and an Elsa nightgown, I swear. <laughs> um, but probably the biggest thing that's coming out from Dark Horse that's on FOC right now is uh, MST3K. Number one, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Um, there's two covers. There's an A and a B. But this is one that I think a lot of people are getting excited for. Um, it's basically it takes right off where the original MST3K was from, uh, from the uh, from Joel Hodgson. Um, I don't know what, <laughs> what else you want to know, but it's basically it's going to be, if you're an MST3K fan, um, this is a book for you. It's going to be a cult following People are going to seek this Absolutely. out when the Firefly book came out. The people that the brown coats came out for that, you know. The, yeah, and it's Dark Horse, so it's going to get overlooked by a lot yeah, of people. The Rick and Morty crowd went crazy for that book, so um, it's going to fall yep. in that same vein. And it, this will be something. It, yeah, you definitely if you if you missed the boat when it was solicited, um, you know, pick this up at FOC. You got a chance to pick it up, and uh, uh, as a that's Todd Knock on the cover A there, right? He's pretty good. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's, it's something worth picking up for sure. That's really what I've got for, uh, for dark horse other than the ongoing series. That's what I was going to, that's what I was going to mention as well as the MSDK. Well, on to DC. Yeah. Yeah. We start off with a good one. Holy crow. Batman dam. Number one by Brian Azzarello. We don't have the Jim Lee B cover, uh, art yet, but boy, that Lieber Mayo cover is, uh, so it's a three-issue miniseries. That's an interesting choice. Seven bucks. It's a, uh, it's a little bit higher priced one. Ah. But, you know, and it's I think this is the first of the uh, the DC Black items that are coming out. Um, well, they've so... retroactively, um, the Black Label, they've retroactively called uh, White Knight the uh, a Black Label. When it, so the trade dress will have that insignia on it. Meh. Yeah, they cheated. <laughs> um, but no, it, so this is, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this one. Now the, I think, yeah, this might be a regular sized item, but some of these are going to be, some of the black items are going to have goofy form factor sizes because creatives, man, duh. Yeah, going to go landscape and gonna be like barrier. So you'll be complaining about that. Yeah, so your your retailer will be uh, cursing your I'll name. I have to give you magazine bags for them. Oh, Jesus. 
That was not fun. Hey, what's the feedback been on the Brian Hill run of Detective so far? Good, good. We've uh, we haven't seen any dips. We've actually added a couple more I've people. Enjoyed it. Um, yeah, and people are really liking the Mark Brooks uh, variants as well. So it's two really good things going for it. Yeah, it's got, it's got a really good feel to it. Reads really well. Um, feels authentic. Old school detectiving seems to be going on. I, I like it. I like it. Detectivizing. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how. right. Right before that, though, is probably the biggest of the DC variants is uh, Catwoman 3. Uh, it's an art germ cover. At the B. A.K.A. Stanley Lau. Yep, the B. And it is... Uh, Beautiful. The guy's good, man. What can I say? Yeah, I looked at what his what settings are say? in uh, Photoshop to do that. It's really beautiful. I think it goes into God mode when he starts doing <laughs> things because, uh, yeah, he, he he's... he's um, really really nice guy to to chat with uh very humble but um boy his his art really jumps off the page yeah, yeah you can you can see it there's some people aping his style a little bit now i've noticed I, I, oh yeah i see a little bit of more of this of that that sort of style and i'm like well that's you're stealing art germs you can tell it's not yeah. him though yeah well it's, it doesn't stack yeah. up but no um, probably next up as far as uh, things of note would be the Sandman Universe House of Whispers number one. We've got both a uh, standard and a variant cover. What's the scuttlebutt for uh, the Sandman Universe? Are people old school Sandman fans coming out and just ordering the whole lot or are they picking and choosing? How's that working? Picking and choosing, but we actually found a number of people that came out for Sandman 1 that um, had never read Sandman before, and they were all hoping that it was a good jumping on point. Uh, I snagged it for myself, but haven't read it, so we'll see. But there was a lot of excitement for it. Um, The covers were were really cool. They're good-looking covers. Uh, And speaking of covers, House of Whisper number 1, did you see who the variant cover artist is? I'm clicking right now. Oh, Bill Sienkiewicz. So I'll put you down for one. I did. I'll have to check. I might already have that order. <laughs> if you don't, I'll I put you down for one. I miss that stuff. <laughs> Sometimes I do, though. I definitely Sometimes do. you do, and I usually catch it for yeah. you. Um, yeah. It's my beloved Scooby Apocalypse, uh, the 29th issue. Oh, man. You got to check out the Yasmin Putri uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws variant. This one, I think, might have might be one to keep an eye on. Uh, it it sings of the same types of thing like that uh, Batgirl 23 um, and a couple other of those covers that just came out of the middle of nowhere. Oh, the Nightwing, was it Nightwing 41 or 40? That uh, the almost all blue cover. Um, but this one is very visually fetching and uh, this might be one for people to keep an eye on. Dripping Red Skull, I like that. Or Dripping Red Hood, yeah, I like with that the a bats lot. Fl- yeah. Yep, with the bats flying out the blue and the black, I think to signify Nightwing and uh, and Batman. New costume, new weapons. Make a note of that for myself. Hmm. Let's add a few of those for the shelf. Okay, Scooby Apocalypse. Go ahead, continue. Oh, I just I, no, just have to point it out because it's it's almost reached thirty is- issues. Scooby Apocalypse has almost reached thirty issues. I think it's the only thing left from that whole launch, by far. I think everything else is gone. Um, uh, from that whole launch of of those 
restyled uh, Hanna-Barbera things. Um, pretty sure they're all gone. Um, but uh, it, I just would have never guessed it would have it'd be pushing 30 issues, and, and I've read every one. It still freaks me out that I love it so much. That's crazy. It's crazy. It makes it, I don't know what it says about me, but it's I dig it. <laughs> uh, then beneath that, we've got Suicide Squad with a variant by Matina. Those are always big sellers. Uh, and then Superman with a Hughes and Mac variant. How's covers. the Matina Project Superpower stuff? Is that it? Was that briskly pre-ordered? It hasn't come out yet, right? Yeah. Uh, issue zero and issue one okay. have come out. Both have been pre-ordered very well. Um, and from what I've heard from people that have been reading it, they've actually been enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, I read the zero issue. I have not read the first issue yet, but uh, I enjoyed the zero issue quite a bit. Anything special happening in Titans 25? Not that I'm aware of, but um, I can be dense at yeah, times. I mean, so Sometimes they do stuff for the 25, the issue, the, the land on those those numbers. Sometimes they don't. You never know. Right. I mean, it's it's been Titans has been a good book to read. Dan Abnett's doing the writing, and uh, it's been it's been enjoyable. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, people that read it like it. And then you got your Wonder Woman uh, variant by Jenny. And who's the new creator on this? Orlando. Eek. Oh yeah, yeah. Steve Orlando. Eek. Nice guy, but his stuff doesn't work for me. Jenny Fresen has just she's been cranking these out for has she done all 54 B covers? No, uh, Frank Cho I think had the first seven uh, and then there was that falling out between Rucka and well Rucka was trying to influence Cho and Cho said fine I'll take my talents elsewhere and he went to Harley at that point yeah and those have been great covers sure have that's all I have in DC um, you want to take a look at yeah. IDW? IDW. Uh, I have enjoyed the Black one, Crown Quarterly. Um, it's, it's a, that's a pretty nice book. I, li- I like it. It's kind of got that Dark Horse Presents feel to it. Sure. But, nah, probably not flippable. It's not all about no, flipping. No, we're fun and profit. Because... If it was all about flipping, you probably wouldn't be getting Scooby Apocalypse. But I have flipped my Scooby Apocalypse. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I sold those pretty pretty easily. Surprised. That should be your spec pick every week, then. <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. I think I still have some copies of uh, Fred's Death, though, if anybody needs it. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have too much in... Uh, in IDW, yeah. IDW is a is a publisher for us that we don't do quite as much as we do with some of the other ones. It's it's so heavy in licensed properties, and uh, unless unless you're mm-hmm. into that property, who cares? Yeah, and I think they lost uh, a significant amount of people from our store when they started doing that massive Transformers crossover, and then they mm-hmm. did the full on licensed toy crossover. Yeah, the Hasbro stuff. Oh man. Yeah, it just got to be way too much for people, so that actually kind of just turned them off, unfortunately. Well, let's go to Image then, my my baby. Yeah, you can drive this yeah, one. I'll, I'll ride shotgun. Read Beauty. If you're not reading Beauty, 
you know, go back and get the get that nine dollar ninety nine cent trade um, for the first volume because it's fantastic and it just it's really been strong and nobody else is reading it. But doggone it, it's good. Uh, Cemetery Beach, I've completely forgotten what that is, so I need to take a look at that. Warren Ellis and Jason Howard. Oh, the the trees guys are back together. Trees are something a lot of people liked. I just I, I couldn't get into. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed Trees. Um, it just started moving a little too slow for mm-hmm. me, so I ended up dropping off. There's a 20th issue of Copperhead. Um, another great one. Hey, kids comic. Anybody get that Shaken book? Yeah, we sold, uh, we sold a decent amount of those actually off the shelf. And here's a chance to get another of the uh, censored, uncensored charity um, variants for Hey Kid Comics, Hey Kids Comics number two. Uh, these are only available through FOC. So um, if you, I, I ordered a couple of the unnaturals last week and I'll probably take a look at some of these and see if uh, any of them strike my fancy this week. Um, is that the only ones offered this week? Oh boy, that's a good question out here. Um, yeah, that's the only one. Yeah, that's the only one that comes is. out this week. So it's that one or nothing. I got uh, two things to call out. Already, one is not a spec book at all. It's a trade. It's Dead Hand. Uh, if you haven't been reading Dead Hand and I you asked. are in at all interested in Cold War, or, uh, Soviet uh, espionage, and all of that stuff. It's actually, it, I've thoroughly enjoyed the book. It's been fantastic, and I would recommend anyone take a take a go at it. Huh. I, I sampled the first issue, and uh, then dropped off. So maybe I should give it another another gander. You should. Hmm. And then the other one that uh, I'm looking forward to is MCMLXXV number one, which I believe is Roman numerals for 1975. Okay. Uh, but it's uh, it's a Joe Casey book, and it's a Manhattan cab driver that happens to be a badass monster fighter who wields an enchanted tire iron. Very nice. Sounds pretty good yeah. to me. I'm I'm excited about Man Eaters. Um, I I really enjoyed Bitch Planet a lot. And uh, this this has that same kind of sensibility to me, you know. So I'm um, I'm thinking this is going to be written by Chelsea Kane though, with art by Kate Nimchik and a cover by Leah Maternick. Um, this is uh, good stuff. I think I think this is going to be a good one. So uh, if you like Bitch Planet, I think you'll like this. Um, and Bitch Planet just kind of fell off the face of the earth and we lost it. So I don't know what's going on there, um, but. Um, Man Eaters number one, another opportunity to get that. I think that's it for image that I see. Cool. As we take a look at uh, some of the the Marvel books available, um, there's some stuff going into second printings. We've got a second issue of Captain America, Cosmic Ghost Rider, Death of Inhumans, all going into second printing. We've got the second printing of 
Amazing Spider-Man three. So a lot of a lot of books selling through. A lot of it's sell through, and then another part of it is manufactured uh, scarcity, manufactured collectability. Yep. Well, wouldn't they know what they're doing? Well, I mean, though. Wouldn't this be driven by retailer demand for the book? Um, I would. <laughs> that, that, is that also I don't naive? Think you, yes, because uh, these are announced many times before the original comes out. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. How would they know it's so true? So on the, the Wednesday, on the Tuesday before the Wednesday the book hits, Marvel will announce uh, second printing for whatever book. Uh, you know, order them now. Limited supplies. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I would because I think, but hey, it I works. get the e- image emails pretty regularly, and it's usually like on Thursday, or you know, after the original book came out. Or at least the late, like late that day on Wednesday. Yeah. So they, they, I would assume they have some data that supports. Yes. The other thing that would tell you that these are manufactured collectible items, which it works, and oh, many of them do hold value, um, is it's a brand new cover. And why would you have a brand new cover created before the first printing hits the shelf? Yeah. How would? Yeah. Why would you? Uh, why would you pay that money? Why would you pay an artist? Where, right. Where'd that cover come so. from? So, mm-hmm. true, but that's the ones I like too. So I don't mind it. Exactly. I don't mind it because when, and that's a very thin when, DC actually does a reprint of something. It's usually just a recolored cover. Yeah. True. You are, you are exactly exactly true. It's it's like I'm I, I'm in this industry. Yeah, you know your stuff. So Iceman did not do well. So let's give them another five issue miniseries about three months after the last one goes away. So it's back. So if you like that, you can get more of it. Huzzah! Enjoy. Uh, people seem to like the Infinity Wars a lot. A lot of people talking about that stuff, and issue three is out. You got Journey to Mystery, Birth of Krakoa, Sergeant Furion's Howling Commandos face a mission unlike any they've ever tackled. Yeah, that's not my style. Do you like that 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 era? I certainly don't mind World War II era. I'm I'm a history guy. I like yeah. You know, if you put me in that setting, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it. So old school Captain America is probably right up your alley. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. I forgot what Rising Omega is. Let me double check what that is. Devin Grayson. Oh, that's an all-ages book. Or younger. Yep, it's uh, the Miss Marvel Squirrel Girl. Yeah, I forgot uh, about that. Giddy up. Not for me. They don't have to be for me. No, they don't. We've got some... I would say... Oh, I was just uh, we got some uh, true believers that's uh, focused on the defenders. So we got uh, a cage, uh, Daredevil and the defenders, Jessica Jones, Alias, and uh, a Luke Cage hero for hire. All num all for a dollar, and um, all like their early seminal work. Yep. 
And shortly underneath that, Venom number three, third printing. Venom number three was uh, that was the big hot Venom seller with the first appearance of uh, some guy with an apostrophe in his name that I can't remember off the top oh, of my head. Okay. Um, so that's definitely one that I would say, you know, as a potential spec book might be, especially if you have an A cover uh, for the for the first print and you happen to have the second print. Then you have the third print. It might be a decent thing to put up a set. There were tons of covers of, of or, or printings of that first issue, weren't there? Yeah. Um, Four, let's see. maybe? Sorry, I was just checking. It, uh, it was the first appearance of Null, the symbiote guy. Yeah, yeah. Who's the... Okay. And they're already selling for eight bucks a pop on the old Ebays. And that was issue three. Twelve, ooh, twelve bucks for this guy. Holy Moses! He he must have had a good description. Lots of pictures. That's the second print is selling for twelve bucks. Oh, that's the second print. Yep. Oh. First print uh, looking like it's twenty to twenty-five. Dang. I was I was negative. I was negative about Venom too. So, eating my words yes, again. Yes, you were eating my words again. Don't go. He ran out of hats to eat after the, uh, whatever that first <laughs> one was. Stabby Bunny. Stabby Bunny, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> anything else in Marvel? No. Let's see, Boom doing anything. Ooh, Low Road West. That's a first issue. They have an, an incentive variant, a 15-copy incentive variant, so that'll cost you a little bit. 30 bucks, to be exact. Thirty bucks, and depending, uh, and if you get the A cover or whatever, we can we can work. We can work 50. a little bit. I might even do twenty nine twenty five for you. <laughs> wow! Sir. All right. We also have um, Welcome to Wonderland, which I believe I was interested in. I may have, I may have that one coming. I mean, damn, link's not working, but that's all right. Vagers can't works for me. can't be choosers. Yep. What is that? Can you read it for me? Because I'm having trouble. Yeah, I, I would be glad to. Writer Jackie Bell, Goldie Vance, and yes. artist Maddie Gonzalez, Elements, present a coming-of-age story where fairy tales aren't exactly a dream come true. Bellamy Morris knows everything there is to know about Wonderland Park. She knows when all the most iconic rides were built, all the shortcuts around the park, and all the secret lore behind Old West Town, Space Age Metropolis, and New Princesston. So when she winds up in the real version of Wonderland with real princesses and adorable talking woodland creatures, Bellamy is sure that she has got this. That is, until it starts to become clear that this magical land isn't much like the real world park at all, and the characters she thinks she knows aren't at all like she'd imagined. Yeah. Hmm. Sounds like a uh, an amusement park version of Lumberjanes. Yeah, yeah. Or the last, the Goldie Vance was like hotel detective type thing, and um, it was fun. So I, I don't know if it'll have that same sensibility, but I'm I'm hopeful. Uh, nothing else from Boom from me. Ditto. I don't see anything in Dynamite. I'm enjoying Nancy Drew, but I don't know if you need to buy four covers of it. Action Lab, I don't do much of the, their stuff. Um, 
So it gets us down to Aftershock with yeah. Moth and Whisper, number one. And that's not Jonathan Hickman on the cover, is it? No, Jen, Jen Hickman. Hickman. It's a young adult cyberpunk thriller starring a genderqueer super thief. Moth and Whisper is the brainchild of Ted Anderson, My Little Pony and Adventure Time, and Jen Hickman, Gem and the Holograms and the Dead. All right. Interesting. Now this this uh, Archie nineteen forty one. There were some preview pages uh, in the back of one of the previous Archies that I've read, and uh, it was okay. Um, you know, still Mark Wade doing the writing, so it it was fine. If if you just want to, you know, a period piece Archie that's even more previous than uh, than what you were getting from the original Archie. Uh, it it it's set way back, um, but it, it it read fine, and I I didn't mind it at all. So I'm I'm gonna definitely check this out. Um, I'm curious if there's gonna be any kind of heat on it. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's pre-ordering it much in your store, or it's in any, on anybody's radar. But I I I, re- I liked what I read. Yeah, we've got uh, we've definitely got some pre-orders for it. I'm interested in it again. I, I like all that the war era stuff, whether it's World War II or Cold War, Vietnam, Korea. I, I just a history guy, so I'm getting it for myself. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, check that out. You know, it, you got another chance, to, another bite at the apple, as I like to say. You can you can grab that one. Yep. And then underneath it, you got Vampironica, which I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed um, uh, the small wood. Uh, the small woods take on this, and I thought it's, I thought it's been pretty good. Let's see. Let's see. I'm just kind of scanning the rest of the list to see if there's anything yeah. else. Yeah. Newberry and Hobbs. That number one is that a part of the hard case crime by any chance? Uh, From Titan. I, no, I do not think so. It's a steampunk mystery. Mm, not my speed normally. It's a it's a prose short. Gotcha. No pitches. No pitches. But boy, there's a lot of offerings. So. Sure. There are some doldrums right after Comic Con. There always are a few weeks where the the output is very low, but we seem to have rebounded from that, and we still have one more week in August. Of, you completely missed the last thing on the list, and I thought you were going to call that one. No, I, I I skip all the Trump stuff, so I have to skip. It, and to be fair, I have to skip all the uh, other side stuff as well. Well, I I don't know if you're if you're going to spec if you should because. Uh, was there not significant heat on the ASM cover with Barack Obama on it? Yeah, but that was like 2008, right? Oh. I think the heat is gone. Okay. Well, you, you, you call it out, man. You're a co-host. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Barack Panther book that has three covers, so I wasn't sure if that would be... Something that people would, A, even know was coming out because it's uh, by the publisher Comics, (laughs) 
uh, and and B if it was something that people would be interested in getting. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, are Trump's Titans and all those doing well? Um, there they they have their peaks and valleys. Now, I will say, we similar to the way you alluded to things when it comes to political books, we tend to just uh, order to subscribers. And if people come in after and ask if we got it in, we will usually just tell them we got it in, but all the copies are gone. We can look to reorder it if you want, uh, mostly because there's enough political stuff inside the regular offerings that the last thing we need to do is start kerfuffles over covers. Um, so totally understandable. But if you're one of those people who would want to have that, um, just make sure that you get your pre-order in for your FOC order. Nice. Oh, I know we've, what we've got on August twenty second. That finishes. That finishes. Hey, are we supposed to do our spec pick? We no. We we don't normally do that. We should do that for the FOC. I'm gonna have to pull mine back up because I already closed it. I had already moved on. I got my FOC spec pick. Well, let's do it, man. I'm going with Red Hood and the Outlaws twenty six variant edition. I think that uh, that Yasmin Putri cover is going to be um, one to potentially get. And then I do have a a second one, but I will let you go before I throw my other one I'm going to go with uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 number one. And I'm going to go with the cover A because Kyle's here in spirit and he always says go cover A. So so (laughs) I'm going to go with uh, MSTK. What's What's your wild card? My wild card is going to be the Venom 3 third printing, If uh, especially if you have first or second printing yeah. to bundle up with it. That'd probably be a good one to have a nice yep. little set of. Yep. So um, FOC, if your LCS doesn't do it and doesn't support, uh, provide you the access to the FOC each week, um, drop Eric a line. He can get you on the FOC list, and you can at least check them out and maybe order some from time to time. It costs me more money. Because I usually always find a couple of things each week uh, that now that I can see the cover, it looks cool, and I gotta I gotta do it, and um, I feel like I'm I've got inside information, so uh, it's kind of cool. It's very cool to have that. So so let him know, and he'll he'll hook you up. No no strings attached. You don't have to buy, um, but he'll hook you up there as well. Nope, this isn't like a Costco or a Sam's where you got to pay to be in the club. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Membership has its privileges. <laughs> that's right. Um, coming up soon on the 22nd of August, I believe that's right, is a shop chat um, where Eric is hosting a Skype call with um, any and all that would like to chat about uh, Cowabunga Comics, the mail order service, uh, getting on the FOC list, any of that stuff. Or just talk shop or talk comics. Um, he's going to be available. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes, but he can tell you a little bit more about it and uh, how, to, how to get on. Yeah. So we're going to do on, on the 22nd, so Wednesday the 22nd, starting at 8 p.m. Central. It's going to be on Skype. And uh, the easiest way to get involved is to look for me. My Skype handle is E-H-E-L-W-I-G-8-6. And uh, when I pop on, you know, just ping me and say, hey, I'm here. I'd like to join the, the shop chat and I'll start pulling people into a call. Um, it's totally driven by the audience, as I like to say. 
This is uh, we've never done this before. Uh, on our podcast, we will talk about a lot of different things from a retailer perspective, but there are sometimes people have a follow-up question or uh, we don't want to go into as much detail on a recording just in case, um, you know, we do try and keep some things close to the vest, but, um, you know, we may let a few extra things slip. This uh, this will not be recorded. Uh, it's not meant for that purpose. It's really just meant as kind of a, an extra little um, thank you for those of our customers and people who listen to it and want to talk about it and uh, kind of a fun opportunity for James and I to do more of like a live show type thing where we get to interact with people that either listen to our podcast or listen to us when we jump on on yours, Drew, or if we're on John's, uh, things like that. So it's going to start at 8. Um, you know, it'll probably run maybe a couple hours uh, at the most. We're, we're probably not going to go deep into the night because it's the middle of the week and we all have, uh, well, some of us have multiple jobs to do. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's just an opportunity that we uh, we thought would be kind of fun. Uh, James will be there as well for the first, at least the first hour. He is going to be packing up and going to Wizard World Chicago the next day. So depending on how late it goes, he may have to jettison so he can get, uh, get himself squared away for that. But... Um, yeah, that will be the plan. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so I'll put those that information in the show notes on how best to do that, um, or just you know just rewind the podcast there and listen to it again. <laughs> uh, right. Let's hop over to uh, the sneak peek at next week. It, these are these are comics coming out August twenty second in your comic book shops, and uh, we'll start an image to see what's coming out this Wednesday. We've got cold spots number one. And uh, this is another Colin Bunn book uh, who's done a fantastic run on Harrow County and um, countless other things. Uh, so this is uh, about psychological terror, the undead, and a supernaturally bitter cold coming together in the spine-tingling new series. So sounds kind of interesting. Um, Colin Bunn, very prolific creator, does a lot. Let's see. Got a, a second issue of Die, 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 um, which I think it was FOC only, right? Or three right. retailer. So it still hasn't been in a previews yet, I don't believe. The first you are first correct. issue was fantastic. Um, I'm psyched for this issue as well. I've got a couple issues coming. I'm excited about, so I can't wait to read uh, the second issue. I was really, really blown away. Um, I thought it would just be gore, a gore fest for gore fest's sake, and it, that was not the case. It was a well-done comic. So get it. Yeah. Um, kind of a lot of the uh, the standard fare. You've got the next issues of Hack Slash Resurrection, Hit Girl. Uh, you've got a Postal Trade, which I know you mm-hmm. were big on, yep. Drew. We have Volume 7 coming out, and then uh, Redneck, number 14, Royal City, number 14. Those are both coming out. Those are always, uh, you know, good good sell-through on those. Saga 54 is the second printing, which that is the end of the... Yeah. That's that's the pause mark, yeah, right? Yeah, this is the intermission um, stage. The, the, the cover is the same. just has a little bit of text in the lower left corner, lower right corner, that says second printing on it. So it's the same cover. Um there was a very important uh, plot point that occurred during this, and it also marks the end of Saga for a year, um, at least. Uh, BKV said a year at least. 
So um, this will be your last chance to buy a Saga uh, um, single-issue comic for a while. So um, I think you get this. Uh, it's going to be a much lower print run than than 54 was. Um, something significant happens. Uh, there's going to be demand for Saga without any Saga. So it, I think it's worth worth picking up. Cool. The third issue of Shanghai Red, that's been really good. The first two issues were great. So it, uh, it's a good read. Nothing else in image from me. Let's head on down to Dark Horse. Uh, we got Beasts of Burden. Uh, this is Evan Dorkin doing the writing and Benjamin Dewey doing the art. Both really good at their jobs. Uh, this is about a heroic pack of canines known as the Wise Dogs set off on a mission to clean up a Pennsylvania corridor plagued by seemingly unrelated occult disturbances that include a fire salamander and a horde of mutant lurkers. A link is found among the various disturbances leading our heroes to a mountain village inhabited by a survivalist witch cult who have discovered the existence of a blood lure attracting occult forces, creatures, and many more terrors to Burden Hill. So I don't know this series. It says it's back. I never heard of Beasts of Burden, but I know these creators are great. So I'm going to check this out and see if it makes any sense to me. Sounds yeah. good. I don't. When did the original series come out? Did you know? Ooh, um, I do not know. I will not yeah, lie. I, I don't. I, it has to have been a while ago because I don't recognize it at all. Let's see what I can see. Oh, that's okay. I don't think our listeners care. <laughs> oh, it's no trouble. <laughs> uh, we also have Black Hammer: Age of Doom, uh, which has come back with a vengeance and been really strong. Picked up right where it left off. Um, I'll be honest with you. I didn't. Uh, I didn't go down the rabbit hole on any of the little side quest. Uh, comics that came out that were tie-ins for Black Hammer, and I heard they were all really good. So um, I'm probably going to have to go chase those down at some other point. Um, I heard you could read those on their own. You don't need to have read Black Hammer. So I plan on revisiting those at some point, uh, but I still love Black Hammer. It's really, really great. Great read. Let's see here. I don't know, not too much else in Dark Horse for nope. me. A um, couple of collected editions, uh, Gantz Omnibus, which is a, a manga. Um, so, yeah, not too much there. Um, I have nothing in IDW either, so unless you have something. Uh, the only item that I have is the, it's a collected edition. It's the Star Wars Classic Newspaper Comics Hardcover Volume 3. Uh, those are always kind of cool. I don't remember yeah, that. Al Williamson strips. I don't think any of the newspapers I ever read had Star Wars comics in them. It was, A lot of Garfield and Foxtrot? Yeah, you know, they had Farside and Bloom County and stuff like that, but I don't ever remember Star Wars. Was it like a Mary Worth or one of those, like, serial types? Yeah, I think, I think it was more of a serial type and... Uh, I remember one news. So I was born after this collection stopped, after Volume 3 stopped. I was born in 86. And I remember seeing some in a couple of newspapers, but not... Um, so it might have been like a 70s thing? I, yeah. It was, I think, late, late, late 70s might have started, but it was through the 80s. Oh, okay. 
Uh, obviously, the first movie came out in 77, so it wouldn't have predated that. But, um, yeah, it was into the 80s, uh, and I remember seeing a couple of them, but didn't. by the time I was reading, it was Garfield and High and Lois and, and a couple other things, and that was yeah. about it. Well, as we head into DC, we've got three covers for Action 1002. That's just cool to have that number that high. Legitimate number. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Batman Kings of Fear. Scarecrow is one of my favorite uh, DC villains, and uh, there's a cover, Beast and Kevich cover mm-hmm. on it. That's uh, quite a fetching cover. Uh, people like Kelly Jones as well. Yep. No slouch, but I would I I like the Sinkavich better on this one. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Flash has been enjoyable. Not a lot of heat on it, but it's definitely been an enjoyable read. Really? Is it still Williamson? Yeah, still Josh Williamson. Yep. Sorry, I was in the process of pulling up Justice League Dark. Um, this is one that we weren't too sure how it was going to how it was going to go, but it, it's been a, a great seller for us. A lot of people going after it. I don't know if it's doing anything on the secondary market. It's James Tinian, so I don't I don't like him very well. I mean, I like him as a person, but his stuff usually gets long and Scott Snydery. Not in a good way. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I haven't read it yet, so I haven't read the first one, but I, I will. Do me a favor. Go to Teen Titans 21 Variant Edition. You tell me if you've heard of this artist and seen work that he, I think, maybe she, but uh, has done before. Alex Garner. and it, See, that has that same kind of filtery. It's an amazing. It's an amazing cover. And yeah, I think yeah. Kyle was harping about this before when it was on the FOC list. And that, yep. that's a great cover. But I've no, I've not heard of that person. Have to have to comics DB I mean, That's great. I believe that was I might have been Kyle's pick once too when that was on FOC. What does he know? Yeah. Uh, anything else in DC that jumps out at you? Um, uh, other than the Jenny Frizen Wonder Woman cover, not not so much. She's got a different different tone now of the yeah. covers. Kind of gone with that islandy feel. Uh, but no, that's it. Well, as we head down to Marvel, we've got, uh, let's see, we, we know what class, X-Men Classified is now. <laughs> yes, we do. What an underwhelming thing that was. No yeah, comment. Mr. and Mrs. X, whoop de do. Uh, so then we have a new Punisher relaunch. 
uh, Matt Rosenberg, Greg Smallwood doing the cover, art by Simon Kogransky. It's all great. It's just unnecessary. Unnecessary number one. But yeah, it looks great. I so if you go to if you look at Black Panther number three, uh, the cover artist for this was probably our most uh, most sold Black Panther number one variant artist in Hyuk oh, Lee. That's nice. Um, yeah, the purple and blue that he likes to use on the covers is just it's gorgeous. And this is the uh, the A cover. And only the only cover. Uh, is it, or is there one in the, um, we got to go to that variant list. Oh, really? Okay. I, maybe. Yeah, there's, uh, two more. There's a Campbell variant, which, holy Christ, that's cool. (laughs) That one was not available at FOC. Damn. We have, um, West Coast Avengers relaunch. It's number one. Uh, West Coast Avengers, of course, was... One of my favorite comics as a kid. Um, Love this comic. And this cover makes it look like hot garbage. But uh, (laughs) it is Kelly Thompson, who I think is a really good writer. Um, And I'm hoping that the story is better on the inside than the cover looks like it's going to be on the outside. And I'm going to give it, I'm going to be patient. And I'm not going to have a quick draw on uh, dropping something. I'm going to give it a full arc because of my long history and love for the title. We've got the only remaining X-Men color left, and that is X-Men Red. I think the other two have ended or will be ending pretty soon. So X-Men Red's the only one left, and... Is there is there a black coming? X Men Black? Is that right? It rings a bell, but I there's been so much X lately yeah. that I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, we, I'm we a got bit. Uncanny coming, we've got this John Byrne yeah. thing happening. A lot of X. We'll, uh, hunt, we're hunting for Wolverine all over the place, can't find him. <laughs> <laughs> it has a Wakanda Forever Avengers number one. Sounds like they're just throwing comic titles in a hat and pulling it out. Just let's mix this one in with that one. That'll be great. Uh, Another man. great uh, Venom cover by Ryan Stegman. You gave up on this, right? No, I was okay. about to. I was, and then I was publicly shamed by. You, Kyle, several others, Twitter. I'm glad that peer pressure was. Yeah, to I, get I'm you easily to manipulated see by reason. the opinion of others. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it there. That's all for me from uh, Marvel. Yeah, I got nothing really in Dynamite, just a continuing series for Barbarella, yeah. uh, Red Sonia. Nothing happening in. Uh, Boom for me. Yeah, uh, Lumberjanes 53 is about the biggest thing I see. And, we're gonna, and so as we go down into the back half, we've got an, an Aspen Zero issue for $1.50 called Artifact 1. 
like the price point, but Aspen stuff is hit or miss for me normally. Mm-hmm. What else we got here? Anything, uh, let's see. Uh, Oblivion, uh, with the 8 as the, the, uh, is that Oblivion 18N? Yeah. Looks like Oblivion, but there's an 18 where the I and the O would be, which is kind of dumb, right? Um, written by <laughs> Ken Christensen with art by Francisco Gaston. Uh, on her 17th birthday, an overprotected girl violently defies her parents, vowing to lose her virginity if it's the last thing she does. Then her much older brother vanishes along with seemingly every authority figure. This is from Scout Comics. And uh, yeah, I think I've got this on pre-order. Even though it's a dumb title. Yeah. Got a stabity bunny trade. Yeah, I recommend this. If you haven't read it, it's really good series. Surprisingly good. And I'm all the way down on the Z's already, but Zenober number three. Uh, this is a Scout comic book as well. This is a this is a book that has sold out very quickly every time we've gotten it in. We actually had a real good run of Scout comics lately. Uh, the Mall number one was yeah. one of those. Zenober's been great. So. And then uh, Wasted Space through Vault Comics. We've had great sell-through on those. We've got the uh, third printing of number one, second printing of number two, and uh, first printing of number four. Yeah, I think that's all I have. So um, I will give you honors. You can go. You can give me your spec pick. And then I will follow it up with my loser pick. Ooh, oh, boy. Uh, well, this is kind of a tricky one. Um, There's lots of good stuff to choose from. There is. I, I think that, uh, you know, you can't go wrong with Die, Die, Die number two. Uh, because it was not something in previews, uh, it may have been underordered. Mm -hmm. So that would be one way you could go. Um, I have a couple of alternates, but I'll let you pick yours first. Well, mine was Die, Die, Die. So I have to go with my second one, which is also an image, and I am going to go with uh, Saga 54, second printing. So I'm going to also throw in there, um, there's no reason not to. You might as well get Venom 5. Yep. Uh, there's been heat on almost every issue yep. of it. And then uh, honorable mention, because Kyle's not here, Teen Titans 21 Variant True. Edition. True, good call. Very good. Man, that's a cool cover. Very good selection. All right. Anything else before awesome. the, for the good of the order before we sign off? I don't think so. Well, I want to thank you again for uh, spending some time with me tonight on a weeknight, on a work night. We're both very busy people and have to get up bright and early in the morning. Um, so, But I want, to th I want to thank you for your time, and you've made this show much better than it would have been with just me so thank you very much for that we'll have ways to contact you in our show notes so that um people can get a hold of you uh, or get up on the call next week um so that's that's going to be awesome as well sounds good i don't know if i made it way better but i know i made it way longer you always do we can guarantee that <laughs> well, thanks thanks again everyone for listening uh to comics for fun and profit <laughs>